What is happening, everybody? Thank you for once again joining us on this grand old podcasting adventure we like to call Grab Life by the Controller. So, grab your freaking bandana, oil up that shirtless torso, and let's get ready to grab life by the controller. Contra is a run-and-gun game developed by the one and only Konami. This was originally an arcade game, but it was released for the NES in 1988. One of the things that is infamous about this game is the legendary Konami code, where I think if you don't use the code, I don't think you have any shot at beating the game at all. Code is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start. A lot of people think that it's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA select start. Here to tell you, I believe either works. I've tried both on my cartridge. I just don't think that the select button actually does anything. So I think you're losing valuable time by choosing to press select before start. This game is hilarious in so much that it is a direct ripoff of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, if you can't tell by the box art. You've got Commando Arnold and freaking Rambo Stallone. And then on the box art, there's also... A xenomorph. At least that's what it looks like to me. Brings everything together in a run-and-gun tribute to the best that the 80s had to offer. You get to the infamous Konami Contra player select screen, or play select screen, and you've got a blue-haired Stallone, shirtless, back-to-back with a wife-beater-wearing, cigar-smoking Arnold. What better tribute to the 80s in all of his action star glory than Contra? I'm going to tell you something that cracks me up. I'm going to read to you the plot. Honestly, I do not remember reading the instruction manual for this game because I never owned it. I just rented it. I rented it to see if I wanted to buy it, and then it was way too hard for me to want to spend my birthday or Christmas money on. So I never had a chance to read what the actual story is. It wasn't until doing research for this podcast that I found out the actual backstory. I knew a little bit from uh, reading up on all the games that came on the SNES Classic, so... I knew of the Contra storyline per se, but not the plot to this game. So, in the year 2633, the evil Red Falcon organization have set a base on the Galagua Apologio (laughs) near New Zealand in a plot to conquer the world. 
two commandos, Private First Class, Bill Riser in Private First Class, Lance Bean of the Contra Unit, an elite group of soldiers specializing in guerrilla warfare, are sent to the island to destroy the enemy forces and, cover, and uncover the true nature of Red Falcon and the alien entity controlling them. <laughs> That's it. That's seriously the plot. Private First Class Bill and Private First Class Lance. The scariest names in all of Nintendo Entertainment. Just strikes fear in your heart, doesn't it? Makes you glad that you are not part of the evil Red Falcon organization. Because with names like Bill and Lance, you know that they're coming to get you. This game is notoriously hard. You go from side-scrolling to a kind of semi-pseudo 3D view, depending on what stage. You're dropped off in the jungle... Side-scrolling adventure to its finest. Power-ups floating through the air that you've got to shoot down. Some of them are even hidden in these metal-looking vault things. The thing that makes this game so difficult... You get touched by an enemy. You get touched by one of the projectiles that they're shooting, grenades. And you are done. That's it. The enemy survives. I mean... They don't die when you touch them, but you die. It makes no sense to me. So apparently they're tough as nails, uh, blessed by alien technology or something like that. While you guys are just baby oiled shirtless wonders with a thirst for jungle violence. One of the things that separates the American version from the European from the research that I've done here in America you can play two players on the screen at the same time this almost makes it harder because you don't know where your teammates bullets start and the enemy's bullets and everything gets so chaotic on the screen but apparently in the European versions it is just like Super Mario Brothers 1, where Mario goes first. As soon as they get through, you know, and die, second player has to go through and accomplish it as well. How crazy is that? So, first stage is the jungle. Some of the best music to put you in the mood for a shoot 'em up. Just intense. It is 80s action, 100%. Now, these power-ups float through the air, and you have to shoot them down. You can get a laser, you can get a fire gun, a rifle, which I believe screws you over. It takes away whatever power you have currently. It takes you back to your original gun. And my favorite is the spreader. I mean, you get a machine gun, you know, but the spreader is what you want to be because there are a ton of enemies on the screen up, down, in the middle, and you just need as many of them gone as you possibly can. Now, as soon as you beat the jungle, you get to this weird, like, forward-facing, semi-3D view where you've got to blow through this hallway 
and you know you're in an enemy's base and you've got to blow up stuff on walls to get through while avoiding these roller things coming out of the ground uh, enemies like bouncing back and forth just shooting everywhere turrets that come out of the wall a laser electric force thing I don't know what it is in front of you it gets intense then after all that you get to what is supposedly one of the hardest levels in all of Nintendo you get the waterfall now the thing that makes the waterfall so hard is at the very beginning you've got rocks that are tumbling down you've got lots of enemies on the screen you've got scuba enemies hiding in water that pop up and I think they throw bombs, but I'm really not sure what it is. You can die from the turrets that can point in any direction. You've got the death fall. If you guys don't know what this is, when you move up in the stage, like you can't go back down. So if you fall down one of the gaps, you're dead. Uh, it gets really intense. I don't think it's that hard. I I find the jungle harder just because you're trying to get used to everything. By the time you beat the jungle and uh, stage two, which is, I think, the, uh, the base, I think that's its official name, you've basically got the controls down. You know people are coming from everywhere. And hopefully by now you've kept the spreader. Spreader is key in this game. I mean, other than the fact that your characters are lines and built. That still makes me giggle. I am sorry. That is the funniest thing about this game. They couldn't have had like a, uh, a Rick and Steve or John and Damon. It's, hi, I'm Lance. I like nuts. That's from The Ringer if you guys don't know, but... Sorry to get off track. It's just hilarious to me because Lance and Bill are not by any mean, any means action names to me. So funny story about this game. I believe I would have been about seven or eight when I played it. My dad was a huge 80s action film fan, just like every other red-blooded male in America. Uh, Rambo, Predator, Commando. I would be fortunate enough to be able to sit on the couch and watch these movies, although they were edited for TV, I, I would get to watch them with my dad. So, we go down to our local video store and I can't remember what movie my dad was renting, but he walked over to me while I was looking at the video games and he saw the cover for Contra and he's like, uh, we should probably take this home too. So we rented the game, played the game together because he wanted to know how it felt to go through the jungle you know, shooting your machine gun, completing the objective, the mission. Immediately, my dad was like, nope, this is why I hate video games nowadays. 
It's like, it's not realistic. You don't have to reload. And I'm not going to handle dying all the time. It was hilarious. I can't even remember how we found out about the Konami code. I just remember mastering the timing of inserting it so I could have 30 guys. I was probably 10 by the time that I beat this game for the first time. And it took a lot of playthrough with my neighbor. My neighbor actually went through and bought the game. He had some of the hardest games that I'd ever played in my entire life. He had Blaster Master. He had Contra. Uh, he had Top Gun, which the game was pretty good, pretty easy, until it came time to land on the aircraft carrier at the end. Just games that it took a lot of time to master, you know, whether it's a, a large map and direction, such as Blaster Master. Timing, like on Contra, because you have to jump, bounce back and forth to dodge everything. And we played it till probably 3 o'clock in the morning on a sleepover one time. Just intense, sweaty palms. The Contra code just going through lives like they were going out of style. Until finally we beat it together. We went to school. I think we probably beat it on a Friday night. So I didn't sleep over much on Sundays due to having church the next day. So then we'd go to school on Monday. And I remember walking down the hall feeling like I was the king. Because I beat a game that nobody else in my class had, had beat before. A lot of people didn't know about the Contra code. So they were stuck with their three guys. And the good ones could make it through the jungle. The great ones would make it through stage two. And most people didn't even know about the waterfall. For those of you who have followed us for a while... And when I say us, I mean Grab Life by the Controller and Producer Peaches on Instagram. You may remember that one of our very first Instagram lives we did, we played Contra. It was Producer Peaches' very first time playing this game. And as frustrated as she was getting, she had an amazing time. I believe at first... I did the run-through of the jungle level, and then I probably died, and then she took over while I recorded. We were playing on my Chinese emulator, and it's, it's good. It's got 500 games built in, about 100 to 150 of them are legit, then I think the other ones are mods or hacks, and they just not really worth playing. But the controller for it is absolutely ridiculously stiff. It's not as precise as a regular old-school Nintendo controller. As a matter of fact, they're so cheaply made that one of them broke about two days after we got the, the system. 
that's why during the live we were only playing solo. I say this to also bring up the fact that here in just a little bit, we're going to try to relive that moment. So Peaches has not played Contra since. And in order for us to get a real personal view of how she feels about this game and the difficulty, we're going to need to play it with her. So we should probably get into that. Let's get Peaches involved. Ladies and gentlemen, here with me in the retro room is the fabulous Peaches, and she just did the I Konami Code! Good job! <laughs> she, this is maybe officially the third time you've played Contra in your life. Yeah, for sure. How hard was it to do the Konami Code? <laughs> um, it was a little hard. Well, once I knew, like, what part to put it at, if that makes sense. Because, like you said, I was doing it a little early. Yeah. And as soon as you click start, after the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. How do you run? Run, run. You keep jumping over oh, the bridge. Okay. But instead of that, you got down! I did. You got down! Okay, so I'm Arnold on this one. Um, right now you are actually, you are like, so that's just loading this, Oh, you know? okay. Like, going through the jungle, man. Oh. You know, I've never seen, like, Rambo is an adult. I saw it on the Saturday afternoon movies, so I don't really appreciate this character. I actually like Rambo. I, I loved like Arnold movies. I love Predator, so I would rather be the the wife beater wearing I can't remember which one is Billy or Bill. Oh. Bill oh. Bill and Lance on their excellent adventure through the jungle. I don't know if I've seen that. Whatever you're talking about. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Mm -hmm. But no, their their names are Billy Bill oh, that's right. and Lance. And it Makes me giggle. Lance. Yeah, but like he said, the... Hey, I've already lost less guys than I did the time before. True that, but jump up and shoot down because you've got that cannon right oh, underneath you. Oh, yeah, that's you. right. You've almost got it. Oh. I got it. So that guy up top is essentially a sniper. I know. Can I kill him? Yep. You're supposed to kill him. You gotta kill everything on that to beat the first. There you go. Yes, Peaches! Woo! <laughs> Peaches made it to the end of base one, which, for you Contra fans out there, you know that it is the second stage. She came so close to beating it. I was. Dang it. But she used 30 guys to get to it. <laughs> which... I'm not saying that's a bad thing. She's got 19 guys left. <laughs> and well, okay, so I didn't know what exactly I was doing. And so, all things considered. All I... things considered for this being... Look at that. See, I'm doing better already. Her third time playing. Now, playing it with the Retron controller versus the little emulator controller... Yeah. When we played it the first time oh, on the live. Oh, so much easier with this one. 
I love the turbo button. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I love it. It's I definitely can... cheating. Is it but, cheating well? well, Nintendo had a turbo controller too. So Okay. I'm over it. But <laughs> it makes this game a little bit easier for what it is. Yeah. I mean, since you don't run out of ammo, for sure, it's better. And now knowing that you don't have to shoot the turrets on the wall or anything like that, you just need to blow up that center gem thing. Yeah. How how much easier does that make the stage for you? It's lots easier. And... There's so much going on though. Yeah, but there's with that so electric many, fence, those there's so much ammo coming at me. Like, how do you not use thirty lives to get through this? So many bullets. She's at the boss. Oh, well, how do I shoot up? Those? Shoot up! Shoot the glowing circles. Oh, come on! Uh, Only one get, more. You got to shoot. Nope. You got three more. You got to shoot all the things. Yep. Oh. Oh, I know you're just about to say, you got juke and jive. Yep, you got a juke and jive. And then you'll have to... Ah! That was <laughs> inauthentic. <laughs> Am I not hitting the right part of it? No, you've got to oh. hit where it glows orange. So you got to shoot dead center. I can't with all those things coming at me. Pants were too lazy to try. Ah! Okay. Oh, 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 snap. Oh, oh you was, almost jumped over it. I know. That was actually pretty. Oh, oh he runs so slow, guys. Well, uh, because uh. he's shirtless. He's all hot, sweaty, and bothered, and just, he's not feeling it anymore. Okay, jump and shoot. Jump and shoot. Okay. Jump and Come on, shoot. you've got three guys left. Oh, crap. Ah! Guys, I'm not gonna be able to do it. You can do it! <laughs> Cover Henry Winkler and bees! Oh, fudge. Come on. I don't know. Let's how to... jump in more shooting. Okay. <laughs> oh, not letting the little bubble ball come. See, but I'm trying to shoot at that and it's not. Yeah, it it's I gotta have... open. Oh, I have to wait till it's open. Well, yeah, okay, but if I you just keep that. shooting. All right, okay. so she didn't make it through the stage. <laughs> I know, sorry guys. Let's discuss it, because I'm sure this is really captivating. I mean, <laughs> they can't see what's going on. I don't even know if they can hear, because the TV's not up that loud. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, <sighs> okay. let's discuss. It's pretty fun. It, I like it more than the first time I played it with you, and I think it's because the controller, I feel, is a little bit easier to handle. See, and the funny thing is, the little Chinese emulator we have, the controller is almost exactly like an old-school NAS controller. But it's made with, like, the cheapest, flimsiest plastic you can possibly find. Yeah. So it gives you this deceptive appearance. Then you put it in your hand, and it feels pretty good, and then it just doesn't control worth crap. Now, the Retron 2 controller... It feels like crap, but it, it can feels amazing. like crap. <laughs> it, it is absolutely the lightest controller I've ever held, and I feel like if I mash down on it too hard, it will collapse. <laughs> but... But you have baby hands, remember, so it's okay. <laughs> goodness. That was in an episode. Okay. 
So <laughs> the the controller helped me get past. I almost beat it the other night. I didn't continue because it was late, and I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to get on and play some Black Ops 4 with Savage Mormon Gaming. So I played as much as I could, got through my 30 lives. Uh, I was on stage six. There's seven stages. Took me 30 guys to get through six stages. How did anybody beat this game without using the Konami well, code? that's what I was going to say. Or a turbo button. How are three guys... Can you get extra guys, like, throughout the game? Uh, by getting enough points, I believe. Every game back in the day gave you a point system. Yeah, like the coins, the points, and then you get... It, yeah, is a, you know, hey, I know this game is hard as all get that. out, but if you get 200,000 points, we'll give you an extra guy. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying I think that the kids nowadays don't know crap about hard games no and a lot of the newer games holds holds your hand and walks you through it yeah you've got a lot of cinematic breaks which is probably why i like them i mean boss battles in new games i mean like diablo and stuff can be overwhelming yeah but they don't know what overwhelming is until they've played contra i mean the the first boss where you're breaking into the base where you've got the sniper guy on top, the two turrets. Oh, uh-huh. That's not as hard as, I feel, the the base one boss that you just got to. Mm-hmm. Where it's got five things that you have to blow up on the main thing. Well, and then, you and then like that bubble thing that comes down. You. Yeah. It is intense. And then the waterfall stage that's next... Which is regarded as one of the hardest levels on the classic Nintendo system. Oh, really? Yeah, which I really don't find it that hard. But the alien boss, at the end, you've got arms flailing about, like tentacle things. And then spitting fireballs and, I mean... Yeah. It, there's always a ton of stuff on the screen. And you have to jump and angle your shots Yeah, and in you... order to... To you win. get hit, you die. You, there's no, like, hit points. Yeah, and you don't know. I mean, there's no... So, and that's how, like... All boss meter, or life meter for the bosses, either. Yeah. And that's how, like, most of the older games are, which makes them so difficult and also, like, challenging and fun because you don't have that life meter. You don't have those hit points. Yeah, everything's a mystery and you're sitting there, <laughs> how many more times do I have to shoot it? Exactly. How many more times do I have to get to the chapel? Get down. We need to watch Rambo so you can get a Rambo voice. I don't think Well, that's more like a Rocky voice. It's like, Adrian. In Rambo, he only talks like three words, though. I don't know about that. Says three words, talks three words. I know that in the Terminator movies, Arnold is basically paid per word. And in one of them, he has like 18 words. So he gets like $272,000 per word. It's crazy. But does this not seriously signify everything that is great about the 80s. Yeah. Muscular dudes, shirtless, 
headbands, jungles, machine guns. Yes. It does, for sure. I like it. It's, it's fun. And in my mind, thinking of, like, how I like to beat, like, my best things. So if I were to get through that in 30, I'd be like, all right. Now I accomplished something. Let's step it up. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I, I would definitely, like, that would be a goal of mine. If I were to do this game in 30 lives, I'd be like, Psh. all right, now I got to do it in three. Because back in the 80s, everyone else was able to do it. What did it say? 88? Is 88. That when it came out? Yep. Uh, the original arcade game came out in 87. And then this was ported to the Nintendo in 88. Uh, it's fun. I can definitely see, like, the addiction to it. Now, here's a little bit of a fun fact. The Konami code, the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. Did you know that that was originally for programmers, I believe in Galaga, it was to go to the debug menu. And they didn't take it out. Oh, really? Yeah, and it became this must-throw-in Easter egg of a secret code. That's cool. So who, like, did it get leaked or were they like, okay, guys, there's this code. Like, how did you find the code back then? You know what? I have no idea how I first found out the code. I know that back growing up, I was a huge fan of Saturday morning cartoons. And after Saturday morning cartoons, there was a show hosted by J.D. Roth called Game Pro. Game Pro was a magazine, but on the TV show for it, they walked you through it. They had the video game going on while he's doing a voiceover and telling you, you know, okay. Then at the bottom of the screen, like on the news, there'd be a little thing that would tell you a code. You know, uh-huh. a little overlay so you could see up arrows, down arrows, left, right, whatever. I can't remember if I saw it on there. I can't remember if I read it in a Game Pro magazine or in an issue of Nintendo Power, but no Google. Well, yeah. So they had magazines like back then for like the Nintendo and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like Nin- they do now. Nintendo Power was <clears throat> essentially you buying a commercial every month because it was only Nintendo games. Nintendo put in what they wanted to market, and they marketed it well. Um, I remember, let's see, uh, Mario, Mario 2. Mario 2 had one of the most iconic covers of Nintendo Power, and that is what got me got me interested. It, it gave stories. They had comics. So did you have to, like, sign up for it, or did you just buy it at, like store i i could buy it at my local uh supermarket okay in the the magazine section and that's where i i got game pro from as well but one birthday i did get nintendo power a a subscription that's cool and it was the greatest thing because every month i would get something in the mail just for me and it reminded me hey you're special. This was your birthday <laughs> present. It's the gift that keeps giving all year long. That's fun, though. That's cool. It it <clears throat> was extremely cool. And because of that, that's how... And this will be coming up in a, a later episode. But that's how I got the VHS 
for Donkey Kong Country. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about. So. This game, incredibly difficult. This game has some amazing memories etched into my, my brain. We need to get you some memories. We need to get the kids down here. Oh, yeah. And see how frustrated they get. <laughs> this ain't no Minecraft. This ain't no Fortnite. Yeah. This ain't no... I mean, even... What game could we compare this with to them so that they would understand? I don't know. Is one of their like games that they play on the phone something similar to this? Because I don't think so. Like, There's no like jumping shooting games that... like. Well, it's really hard to match this on a mobile device just because Yeah. Cuz you can't like Your 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 thumbs block the screen. So I I know they don't have anything like this. Their their games are more open world, move around, mm-hmm. uh go check on the goats. They have goat simulator. It's weird to me. What? They have <laughs> they have goat simulator. Do you not know what's on your children's phones? <laughs> no. I think they ask you if they can get things instead they, of me. They do. Just because I think they know that I appreciate <laughs> yeah, weird like, games. Dad will let us. And like, hey, this game's E for everyone. I can get it, right? Yeah. What's it called? It's called Goat Simulator. What? <laughs> but. Hey, remember that time I beat you in Tetris? We're not discussing that. That's, okay. This isn't what this episode's about, so. She did beat me on Tetris once. I got and extremely he's never frustrated. Me again. One day. <laughs> I just see it over there and cuz the Retron has the two slots and so it's sitting in the Retron. Yep, it's two. in the Super Game Boy in the SNES slot. And like I said, we've got a really great cartridge. It's 143 games in one. It's got a sexy translucent green shell. It's cool. It it really is dope and I would Highly recommend it to anyone who wants to play. Oh, for sure. Um, collect your games. If you want to keep them in pristine condition, you know, sealed in box, whatever. Get one of these carts. Gives you the opportunity to play through games. That's that's how we play through games so we can discuss them on the show. And the best thing about this, the codes work. Yeah. Codes for Contra, codes for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, uh... Anything Adventure Island that I have wanted to put in a code, it works. The little Chinese emulator we have, it we got it. Like I said, we were trying to find a NES Classic Edition. Didn't have any for under 250 So Peaches was kind enough to buy it for my birthday last year. Not one code works for it. So everything that you are playing... Everything that you play on it, you play it... The hardest difficulty with bare minimum lives. And so, seriously, this cart is incredible. I want to get one for the Super Nintendo. So we can, we can still collect games, but then we can keep them intact. Not have to play yeah. them, give them the wear and tear. Well, it's fun to have a bunch of like the games. It is. I love showing, showing stuff off. We... We showcase some of our stuff on the Instagram every now and again. Yeah. Uh, Grab Life by the Controller and then follow Producer Peaches, at Producer Peaches. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, we just love gaming. We love the atmosphere, uh, the togetherness it brings with the gaming community and our family. Our, our kids are gamers. They might not appreciate the old school games like we do. Yeah, I think I think we could definitely get them into it. I know that they love the N sixty four, but we're a little um, all over the place. No, I was gonna say like nostalgic. I don't know, like that they can't play it without us here. So like, if we're already playing something else, and they're like, "Hey, can we try this?" or well, no, because I mean we've let the littles come in here and play true. Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Snap. It's just the the fact that their kids, they need to be kept an eye on. Uh, yeah, and we don't always want to come in the retro gamer room while we're doing our other things. Because we, we do have a lot of balls in the air. We are master jugglers. <laughs> so we kind of went off on a tangent yeah, and, and broke away from the, the game. But that's what that's what this podcast is about. It opens conversation for life and in general life gets busy somebody find me a pokemon game that i can play where i start finding <laughs> i'm sure i could google it blue we will get you pokemon blue you can play it in the super game boy and that's i start with them small and then i train you, them you will get and they level up bulbasaur charmander or squirtle and then you keep that and you can collect them all Okay. The like original 151. So this has ended up not just being the Contra <laughs> portion of the show with Peaches, but just gaming in general. Sorry, that's what I like to do when I come on because I don't have these um, memories when I was a kid because obviously I grew up in a really small town and I didn't even know there were magazines. So I was a little behind the times. So... Yeah, when was it again that you got your first Nintendo? My first Nintendo was for my cousin when he got his PlayStation and whenever the Resident Evil came out. Yeah, so, well, wasn't it, didn't you say you were 12 when you At got least. your Nintendo? Yeah. Your, your hand-me-down, which is extremely awesome. I mean, that was your cousin's way of saying, hey, this is awesome. You should get into it, too. Yeah, my mom was not happy with him that he gave me that. And so, like, I couldn't play it very often. And so when I did, I would definitely be, like, hours out in my playhouse, like we've talked about before. But, yeah. And I didn't have a bunch of games because all I had were the games that he gave me. Well, and games have always been expensive. Yeah. I mean, I would have to save up forever mowing lawns, doing extra chores, to be able to afford the fifty five ninety nine or fifty nine ninety nine, yeah. they've always been about the same price that they are now, because you're paying for the the technology, you're paying for the information that's stored on it, you're not paying for the cost of materials. Yeah. Well, and then I had my um, NES forever. I got married. I took it with me because no one in my family plays it, and I tried everywhere to find games and then I couldn't and I even had that cool little retro board thing with the joystick uh, the yeah the the arcade stick for um, I I never had any accessories for my Nintendo other than the zapper that was it yeah well and then I had to get rid of it because and I honestly don't even know like what I did with it 
which breaks my heart because now I am married to someone who will let me play it and would play it with me. You know, I had the opportunity one time to have the power glove. My, <laughs> Which I just learned about. My neighbor growing up was actually a kid by the name of Quinn Allman. I don't know if that will strike a chord with any of my listeners, but he's in a little band called The Used. Don't know who's into that genre. I like a couple of their songs. Quinn and I, we were homies for like a year and a half when I first moved into an actual house. Uh, We moved into a house when I was in kindergarten. And I still remember the day that he came to the fence and, hey, neighbor, want to play? <laughs> I, I looked at my parents like, can I? Because we were moving boxes in. Wow. And I went and we hung out. He had so many and video games. were like, yes, get out of yes, my hair. We're moving boxes. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally kick you down the stairs. But so him and I, we were great friends. I have no idea what happens because as kids, I'm sorry, you're all stupid. Yeah. Little things happen. You can have these great friendships. And then all of a sudden, you let something just ruin it. Oh, he stole my my gummy shark. I'm going to hate him forever. Forever. But we used to have sleepovers, watch the coolest 80s movies, like Flight of the Navigator, Mac and Me. Oh, wow. Stuff Flight like that. Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. How's that for nostalgia? Wow. I'd watch that at my but granny's house. would play Contra, <laughs> Blaster Master. I think the very first time I saw Mario 3 was at his house. Some of the games that I got was because he had them and I didn't really have to rent them first. Still rented a lot of games because... See, and again, in like my small town, we couldn't rent games. Your small town didn't get color TV until 1999, <laughs> so... What... Uh, maybe true. No, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> I did have a anyway. But a box TV until a, it got struck by lightning. A lot of things that we experienced back in the day, we we don't get to see our kids experiencing it, experiencing it the same way. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff now, the games, they're not split screen. They're you play on your TV. Minecraft. While I play over at mine. Yeah, Minecraft, you do have the split screen. Most of their games are split screen. Just the games that you and I play aren't. Well, I'm talking current games, because... Are there not very many that are split screen? Well, no, I was going to say, like, they're playing on Xbox 360. Yeah. I things like <laughs> Spider-Man, mm-hmm. that's one player game. Yeah, that's true, because most of the games that we've tried to buy to play together are yeah, one we, player. Yeah, we have searched so hard for for games that we could play on the same system. Yeah. Like, new games that we could play and explore together, like Diablo 3, there's not a lot. So, you're missing out on an opportunity nowadays that we had growing up, where you could playing have sleepovers. Room. Yeah. Playing on the same TV, whether you have to wait turns, like on Super Mario, Mario goes, as soon as he dies, Luigi finally gets a turn. Yeah. Chanting in your head, die, 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 mm-hmm. die, die. <laughs> Try, Trying to curse him, like, miss that jump, miss that jump! But, 
Or what game were you playing the other night? Oh, yeah, when we were playing Donkey Kong. And I'm, like, jumping <laughs> over in my seat when it's your turn. Like, But... But, yeah, that's, like, the memories that you had. Like, then they don't have those because they don't have to wait turns anymore. Well, and they don't have to have sleepovers to play somebody else's game. They just have to own the same game, and then they can get on the same server yeah, and play together. Which, it's still fun, and we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode, because I've mentioned before Savage Mormon Gaming. He's my little brother. He's an amazingly talented first-person shooter. He's extremely competitive. He's hilarious. What's nice is he's nice to me when I suck at it. (laughs) Yeah. Nicer than I am. He's like, it's okay, Kara. I know that you've only been playing these kind of games for like a couple months, but we, him and I have discussed the evolution of communication through gaming. How it used to be sitting next to somebody, split-screening, waiting their turn, whatever. And now it's private party chat. Yeah. You only talk to who you want to. Which is good. And in between, well, yeah, but no. <laughs> in between, on some games, you could hear people rage anytime you killed them, talk smack in the lobby, but now everything is tailored to what you want, who you want to communicate with. Well, as far as kids go, I think it's good. Because I would not want my kids playing with you guys. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> listening to you. The games are rated M for Mature for a reason. That's true. And if Parents you're... should be paying attention to... Allowing your kids to play in lobbies where people yeah. rage like we do. Despite all my rage, I'm still just rat in a cage. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Smashing pumpkins. <laughs> well... We are going to wind this down because this has been quite the open and frank conversation. I've kind of really dug it. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry I go off on like the little tangents, but like I was saying, like, I don't know what I was saying. You don't need to apologize. (laughs) That is the purpose of this podcast. Everything is hopefully designed to inspire conversation in the gaming community. Yeah, exactly. Make you think... Make you want to communicate with us. Oh, yeah, this happened. So do not be afraid to reach out to us. Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Grab life by the controller. Find us. Do it. Talk. Talk to us. We'll talk back in a good way. (laughs) Some of us in a good way. But we would love to have people involved. We really do appreciate everyone who has been involved who helped steer us in the direction that they think we need to be in. It's a little bit of influence. It's a little bit of the direction I want to go in. But I always want to hear from people, know what they think, know what they're feeling about the show. I love conversation. So let's have some. Obviously. I talk a lot. He does. All and right. I love him. That is going to be this segment with Peaches. So let's get to the next. Well, thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for playing. And I am so glad that we were here to experience you doing the Contra Code. Yes. Pace. Well, my friends, that's going to wrap up this episode. 
really do appreciate everyone who checks us out, throws in some gaming conversation with us, who follows us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. We really love the community that we are involved with. All the support that we have had, we couldn't do this without you. Don't forget, we do have a Patreon account. If you want to subscribe, donate, help us out, it is greatly appreciated. Eventually, I would love to do something bigger and better with this podcast. Just need to get to a point where it can self-sustain itself. So, we do have... Some packages available, uh, ranging from shout-outs to, you know, streaming with me to being on the podcast. So if that's anything that you're interested in, check us out on patreon.com backslash grab life by the controller. We have had so much fun reliving some memories and making new ones to one of the hardest games I've ever played in my entire life. You guys have a great time throughout the next week. Game, share memories, and make some of your own. We out. Peace.